Wait a minute, I hear something. Welcome back again for another episode of Dr. Movie, and we are doing still our 80s summer bash, and uh, we've got a another one here that I didn't see for a long time, and uh, just recently kind of dialed it up and thought, okay, this is going to work with what we got going on here on the show, and we are looking at... The Malibu Bikini Shop is the name of the movie. And I remember seeing pieces of this as a kid, uh, but just never kind of got to see the whole thing. It's from 1986, so uh, <laughs> definitely got the, uh, let's just say, the Star Search slash MTV influence to it, right? Uh, a lot of things happening here. So you can imagine with a movie like this, like all the other ones that came out at this time, there's going to be lots of skin, right? So it's got that going for it. <laughs> like I said, 1986, it didn't even say what kind of movie it is. Let's just say it's a comedy sex romp. I don't know, even though it's not really what it is. Let's just say that's what it is. Uh, let's go here. Synopsis says, Ambitious Allen plans to marry a rich man's daughter and his carefree brother Todd plans to do nothing at all. Then these two inherit a bikini shop on the gorgeous be on a gorgeous beast <laughs> gorgeous beast <laughs> uh, gorgeous beach <laughs> staffed by gorgeous saleswomen well what do you know? Todd loves it but Alan wants to sell it and take the money and go forward with his career but uh you know, things change. All right. So, that's enough. I, I can't read any more of this. It's, this road's too bumpy. Uh, Gorgeous Beast. Be a good band name. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's talk about our cast real quick. we got Deborah Blee in this, who's been in a ton of stuff. Uh... Sloan, she was in the Sandwich Streets. I know her from Hamburger the Motion Picture, which I need to do on this show. Maybe that'll fit into this category as well as we get going. We got uh, Galen Gorg, uh, or Jorg, or Gorge, however you want to look at it. Uh, was all over the place. She was in Robocop 2. That's kind of what I know her from. But yeah, she's in quite a bit of stuff as well. Um, and they weren't kidding. I mean, these, these girls are very nice-looking girls. Then we got Amy Julius that's in this. Now, Amy Julius, now she's, you know, I, I know we got another character here that our main character kind of falls for, but Amy Julius is like a dirty blonde version of uh, 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 Kelly LeBrock. A lot of the same facial features. I mean, and you know, nice, nice looking lady. And you guys know how I'm such a big Adam Baldwin fan. 
she's actually married to Adam Baldwin. They got married in 88. They've been together all this time. They got a bunch of kids, three kids, I think, something like that. So that was kind of interesting to find out. But, yeah, she's a, she's a looker. Good job, Adam. <laughs> uh, we have, who else here? Barbara Barbara Huran, who plays Ronnie. She's the main love interest that kind of happens as this movie rolls on. Uh, we got Bruce Greenwood in this. This guy has been in a ton of stuff. He's always kind of, almost like the bad guy in, in a lot of stuff. But in this one, he's kind of got the, uh, the wavy mullet of the time, right? It's not extremely long in the back, but it's got the length in the back, but it's kind of wavy on top. And I don't even see the, the main character on this list. So, And I'm not sure that I've ever seen him in anything else. And that may be why. Um, so, yeah. This movie starts off where there's this big party at this Malibu bikini beach shop. And the owner is there. And obviously she's a partier. And she goes out on the beach and has this young guy with her. And you kind of get a Jaws beginning here where... She's wanting him to come out in the water with her, and he's like, I'm too drunk to do anything. So he lays on the beach. She gets on a jet ski, cuts out across the water, and she dies. Don't get a real explanation why, but... And when that happens, uh, she leaves the her, her, her house and the business to her two nephews. And uh, the main one is graduating college... And he's straight-laced. Matter of fact, when, when they're at the uh, graduation ceremony, he's still taking notes, right? And everybody's like, man, would you relax? I mean, we're graduating. He's like, oh, this might be important. So he's very, very book nerd, right? Which plays into the whole story. And like I said, his brother's right opposite. He's just a wild man. You have to have those, right? And uh, so he finds out that he owns 51% of this estate and he had to come claim it and in the process of doing so when he gets to the house and sees the property he's like wow I can't believe this house right it's a pretty cool house it's right on the beach super cool and when he goes in there he said I wonder who's got the other part of the of the, the percentage of the you know ownership and it's his brother who's sitting in there watching TV being a, a, a slouch right He's got, he's like in a folding chair, and he's got Cheetos all over him. He's like one of these guys, right? And uh, they go down to see the business, and obviously, like I said, you know, these girls are very nice-looking girls. And our main character, I can't even think of his name. That's how much I remember about this movie. Yeah, I said it when it started, right? In the synopsis, his name is Alan. <laughs> uh, I had to think about that. Um... Like I said, he's, he's planning on marrying this girl, and this is obviously, he, he thinks he's in love, but she is a mother hen, right? She smothers him and everything. She's making all the decisions. She's living off of daddy's money. It's one of those situations. And his plan, like I said, was to go to this place and sell off the property and take the money and proceed on with his plans in life, right? And... Uh, and his brother's right opposite. And he wants to keep the place and uh, hang out with the chicks. And, uh, you know, he's he's never done anything to amount to anything his whole life. So this is his one chance of having a business. 
but when they start checking the, the, the books, then, you know, their aunt was terrible at, at business, right? So it was not doing well. So they proceed to try to sell the place, but the whole time, uh, you've got um, Alan and a guy that's trying to help him, a realtor, trying to sell the place. And they're bringing people in and showing it to people. And, you know, it, it, every time they think they got a buyer, then his brother, Todd, will do something crazy to make them decide, nope, we don't want this place, right? So there's that back and forth the whole time. And they spend this whole movie trying to sell it. And uh, there's this girl named Ronnie there that Alan, first time he sees her, he's just taken over by her, right? And then one night, uh, well, what happens is <laughs> Todd, being the guy he is, he offers all three of the girls to come live with them at this huge house, you know, because they were giving up their apartment or needed a place to stay. And he's like, yeah, I'll just come live with us. And without asking Alan at all, and of course, Alan's like, man, what's, what's my future wife going to think about me living in a house with three girls, right? And obviously, you know, he doesn't tell her. But she calls him every night and they have these conversations. She's all about this wedding that they're going to have. And she's upset because the photographer is booked on the same date. And he's doing everything to accommodate her. It's like, look, maybe we just book it and, and, and you know, have our wedding a different day. Or maybe we just get a different photographer. And she doesn't like any answer, right? She's one of those spoiled brats. Gets what she wants. He's, his plan is to work for his future father-in-law. So everything's set in motion, right? So you don't want to do anything to goof that up. But things just get crazier and crazier. And uh, Todd, at the same time, is doing creative things to, to make the business work. He has a, a tanning competition, right? Where the girls get up in front of the crowd and, you know, in skimpy little outfits and it draws a crowd and... Every time that he has something like this is when they're trying to sell a place and they bring these people and they're like, we're not going to have any kind of thing like this, right? Because it's, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of flashing going on. I didn't even mention that the dressing rooms, the, the office is on the backside of the dressing rooms in the, in the shop and Todd has them put up a <laughs> security glass, you know, one-way or two-way mirrors. So, uh, you know, they can watch the girls undress from their office, you know. Uh, so, I mean, that's the, it, it's, it's the 80s, folks. I mean, that's just the kind of things you did, right? That's that crazy goofiness that, that made these movies what they are. Uh, you know, guys like to look at naked girls. There you go. It's that simple. And uh, the goofy, creative things guys will do to make that happen, right? So, it's just... Part of, it's part of the deal. Anywho, as it goes on, Alan's starting to like the idea of the shop. And like I said, he's already fantasizing about Ronnie, right? There's this big fantasy that he has. When he gets off the phone with his girlfriend or, or fiance, and it's about Ronnie out in this, this hot tub that they have. And, uh, you know, so he's already got the, the hots for her. And she likes him too, but she finds out that he's, you know, planning on getting married, so kind of shoots that in the foot. But uh, it gets to where they finally find a buyer for the place. 
and now Alan is on the fence. He doesn't want to put the girls out of work and stuff, and this guy comes in, and he's something else, right? He's some kind of, I don't want to say a guru, but he's he's somebody that's wanting to take this place and and, and close it and turn it into a, a spiritual place, right, where you can come in and meditate and, and all this kind of stuff, and he's pushing some sort of religion, right? And, uh, but the problem is, is they just signed the papers to sell it, and Alan says, I changed my mind, I want the place back, and he's like, well, the only place you can have your place back, he says, I own it now, you have to buy it from me, and the whole point of selling this was to get money in the first place, so now we got a bigger problem where he bought it for 60000 but he's going to resell it to him for 66000 so he owes this guru guy $6,000. So the rest of the movie is them having montages of how do we, you know, make $6,000 in time to give it to this guy and own the shop. And lo and behold, Ronnie, the girl of interest here, wants to be a bikini creator, right? <laughs> That's her goal in life is to, you know, create, you know, new styles of bikinis, right? So, it's funny how these things fall in place, right? That's just kind of how these movies work. So, they're scrounging for ideas. And Todd ends up finding all this material from a hospital. It's like <laughs> gowns and, and, you know, uh, smocks for the, the patients and for the doctors. And So, they take all this material. And Ronnie has this great idea of taking them and creating these new bikinis. And it's very uh, army looking, right? It's all kind of camouflage design. And we get this crazy, you know, we're, at, we're in the last, you know, 30 minutes of movie, the third act. And we get, a, we, we get a montage slash music video where the other two girls are, are showcasing the new outfits, which are sharp. But one of them is doing like a star search model shoot, right, in this bikini, and it's all poses and all stuff, and the other girl is making a solid gold dance video, like something you would see on MTV where it's on a battleground kind of thing, or like a POW prison, and these military guys are after her, but she's too busy to dance to get away, you know, one of those things, and it's entertaining, it's totally pointless, because when it comes back to reality, you know, the, the girls are still just in the living room showing off these bikinis to the guys. So, uh, you know, then we get this huge montage of how many, they got to make like 200 bathing suits or something like that. So now we get a montage of bathing suit making, right? And that goes on for quite a while. But at the same time, when all this is going on, well, even before that, the fiance shows up when they're having this big party at their house. And, uh, Guess what? Alan's in the bath in the bathtub in the hot tub with uh, with uh, Ronnie. Uh, they're not doing anything. They're just in there together. And of course, she has a fit, right? And then she finds out that the girls are living there, and it gets pretty ugly. And uh, she's doing everything everything she can to force him to sell the place, right? Because she wants him to get away from there as soon as possible. And he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." So eventually they split up. So she's heartbroken. So she convinces her rich dad to come there 
and do anything he can to to stop this and you know ruin this business right so well you get this montage of making <laughs> bathing suits the police come in and order us uh, uh, what do they do cease and desist right and they confiscate the two sewing machines <laughs> you cannot make product on this property right you know so it's just ridiculous anyways so now they're sewing them by hand they jack up the prices on them because they're handmade and they had this big day Todd puts this whole presentation together with an obstacle course and a big stage out front that looks like something from a war scene and the girls to come out and model the bathing suits and you know they're flying off the shelf right of course and the clock is ticking you kind of got a UHF situation where, where you got to have that money done at this time on this day and it's that day right so the money the money is you know they, they got a sign that says like they got to sell 150 of them at the price they're charging in order to pay everything off and guess what it's down to the last few minutes the guru guy shows up the the ex fiance is there with her dad and she ends up grabbing the last bathing suit and won't let them have it because there's a girl that wants to buy it and that's that's how much they're just that short from paying off this guy and he's standing there look we agreed on six thousand dollars you know so you either give me the money or the deal is off and uh you know it comes down to the last bathing suit and he looks at his fiance and says, whatever you do, don't tear it up. And she rips it. And he goes, or you'll have to buy it. And she freezes like, oh, no. And he's like, yep. And then a cop shows up and says the exact same thing. You ruined the property. You got to pay for it. So they end up paying the money, paying the dude. Everything's good. And, uh, you know, the now the, the ex-fiance is out of the picture with her crazy dad that's willing to pull levers to make all this stuff happen. And uh, Alan and Ronnie decide they're going to stay together and they're going to keep the shop open and yada, yada, yada. So there you go. Uh, this is not a great movie, but it's pretty fun. I, I, I actually had a good time watching this. I mean, when I say not a great movie, and just budget-wise, I mean, it's it's pretty low budget. But you know what? It's it's fun. It's, it's, it's 80s completely. Uh, Lots of nice-looking girls in bikinis. I will say that. So, uh, again, if you like this time period and you like these movies, yeah, go ahead and check this one out. I, I'll give it a three out of five, right? It's not one I'm going to revisit a lot. It's not fraternity vacation or nothing like that. But it's pretty dang good. All right, folks, that's all I got on this one. Uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. If you've got recommendations for more 80s summer bash movies that you think need to be included, let me know, and I'll try to get them in here for you. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later. Dr. Who!